0: You're listening to the Park Crush podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Uh, hello there. Hello there, Josh. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm glad I uh, decided not to wear the same thing as you today after our embarrassing double act. Oh, that was awkward at the cinema last night. Oh, no. That was um, quite the awkward moment. Yep, uh, greeting you at the train station only to found need to find, only other, to found. that you had uh, stolen my chinos oh. and my jacket. Oh. It was a disgrace. It was. And my shoes. Yeah. A real awkward situation. Yeah, And but, we
1: both had blue tops on underneath our jackets. That's
0: true. And for the first time in weeks, had both decided this was the day to not wear a cap. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what's happened here? God damn it. Oh. Yeah. So now that that's out of the way... Uh, I'm feeling a bit more comfortable in myself. Yep. And uh, here to do a podcast, which I'm quite keen to dive straight into this week, Josh, and skip the small talk that often goes on for far too long, because quite frankly, we have a dissertation of an email (laughs) to read, and uh, having not been able to play the email jingle last week because we didn't have any emails, I'm delighted to say that we can now play it.
1: Uh,
0: So, Josh... Who has sent in the email this week?
1: It's Ben. It's Ben. Ben. Mr Ben. Mr Ben. Who has emailed the show before? Yeah. But never like this. <laughs> uh, he's more like the shopkeeper than Mr Ben, I feel. I don't uh, get that reference. Mr Ben the TV show? No. Nope. Oh man. No. Nope. So good. Mr Ben used to walk into a shop, fancy dress shop, and every time he went to change or went into the changing rooms to try on the fancy dress outfit, he ended up in that place right so he tries on the space suit he ends up in space oh okay uh he tries on the cowboy outfit he ends up in the wild west but the line is that as if by magic the shopkeeper appeared Uh, but this time it's as if by magic ben sent us an email ah
0: okay with useful information well we get so few emails it it does feel like a sort of case of magic when we do actually get one but always happy to get one and here's another
1: Yes. Over to you, Josh. Thanks. Uh, hey, guys. Hello. Thought about sending this as three separate emails. That says it all, um, from what I've seen of how long this is. To prove you hadn't peaked yet, but I'm sure you'll get some other email this week. Um, I mean, if we do, uh, spoilers, but I'm not here for the next two weeks. That's true. So, it won't yes, be Yes, we are,
0: we are at the start of what is a, a bit of a marathon recording sesh. Yes. So, this is episode... 49, More. so um, a significant milestone coming up next week, episode 50, and then episode 51, so I will warn listeners in advance, episode 51 might be a pretty low energy podcast, we might be kind of yeah. out of it by yeah. then, we'll see how it goes, that will be like hour three or four of a
1: three to four hour podcast Looking session. Looking forward to it. Indeed. A few bits of feedback on the last couple of episodes. Okay. Um theme Park stuff, uh, Guns and Galaxy Rides. There's a video of them testing the prototype coasters, which really shows how it works. And good indication of speed, potentially. Right. Um, This is the uh,
0: Cosmic Rewind roller coaster coming to Epcot in 2021, I think. It's still a way off. The 50th anniversary of Disney World. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, by the time that opens, it will have felt like a long time coming. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they did show off the coaster cars the other week, which we spoke about. And, yeah, they are starting to sort of trickle out, drip feed more information, but still uh, plenty to learn about the exact nature of that ride.
1: Uh, Yeah, just opened it up so I could get the full title so you could just, like, Google it easier, uh, which is uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, Roller Coaster, Sneak Peek, Walt Disney World, Epcot, IAPA, 2018, very catchy. Yes, nice. Uh, so this came out last November, but it, you can see it's spinning and it, the speed of it, it looks quite pretty speedy. Mm. I guess it's, I don't know, I don't know. It probably compares similarly to Hagrid in the end. Well, Hagrid reaches goes over fifty, I think.
0: Does it? Oh, I guess it does the launches every I think time. So, right? yeah. Wow,
1: that's quite quick. Mm. That's quicker than I realised. Yeah,
0: because Hulk, I think, is like just north of sixty. Yeah. So. Yeah, Hagrid is um quite intense for a what was originally kind of being pitched as a family coaster. Yes. And and I guess kind of still is, but yeah, it does seem to be pushing that um that boundary as close as
1: it can. Yes, obviously they've got a wicker man problem at the moment which we'll get into later. We certainly will. Um Nick Cage would not be happy. <laughs> but, still at Disney. Uh-huh. Uh, the Skyliner, as we yes. mentioned, up and running. Yes. Um, technically, there are two lines he states. Right. Uh, which, on further research during the week, it's true. Not further research, like I'm trying to discredit Ben. Oh. Um, separately to Ben's email, I had done further research. Uh, and okay. yes. Um, but you have to disembark um, at Caribbean Beach every time. So if you right. go from Epcot, you can't go all the way through to Pop Century you have to get off at Caribbean Beach and change. So even though it's two lines, and then if you want to go to Hollywood Studios, you also have to change at Caribbean Beach. So there's actually three lines. The one that goes from Caribbean Beach to Epcot and vice versa goes through uh, the Riviera Resort. And currently, you don't have to get off. If you're coming from Caribbean Beach and go, I'm going to Epcot, and they go, carry on. Right. Um, Obviously, when it gets busy, they might change that policy. It might force you off to queue again, which would suck. Yeah. But I guess it keeps people moving better i don't know Um, otherwise people are just queuing at riviera for ages yeah because no one's going from caribbean beach to riviera at nine in the morning they're all going to go to epcot if they're on that line
0: you would think so
1: uh yeah so that's that really he says obviously it's similar to how the monorail stops at the hotels but you don't have to get off uh pokemon yeah last week we discussed what universal could
0: potentially do with Nintendo properties beyond the first lineup of kind of Mushroom Kingdom focused yeah. attractions. Uh, so, yeah, we specifically uh, speculated about Pokemon and the Legend of Zelda. Uh, you made any more progress on Link's Awakening since last uh, week? I'm
1: on the sixth dungeon. All right. Out of how, how is it?
0: I still haven't started it, I, I've, I, it's been sat on my Switch for over uh. a week. You've been too busy playing your Apple Arcade games. Well, I've been playing Apple Arcade games. I've been playing... Your
1: Sayonara Wild
0: Hearts and your What the Golf. I'm still playing... Well, every time I boot up my Switch, I I still... I haven't closed Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 since I started playing that game in like June, July. Wow. It's a very good podcast game because it's very mindless. Right, yeah. Fighting dudes with Marvel heroes, lots of numbers going up lots of positive feedback for my brain every few seconds or minutes when a character levels up yeah. and I can unlock new stuff and there's like 50 characters so you can keep swapping them out and it's 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 very uh, bare minimum in a lot of ways right. in a lot of what it does simple combat doesn't look particularly amazing level design's really straightforward etc but yeah it just makes me makes me <laughs> makes me feel good, Josh. There's lots of positive feedback. The game Busted keeps telling me... me I'm doing good stuff. Busting makes me feel good. So, <laughs> I uh, I'm I need to close that game and then boot just, up Links Awakening. Just press the home
1: button. Yeah, I know. Go across the Links Awakening. Every
0: through. time I boot up Marvel Alliance Three, it's like oh, I could do this quick like challenge or dungeon, it only take five minutes. Yeah, I could do it when I'm listening to this podcast, and then all of a sudden, three hours have gone by. I've listened to four podcasts and been playing this game nonstop. My podcast
1: game has been uh, Untitled Goose Game, Ah, uh, which is really good fun. Yeah, I, really I, enjoy I do
0: like the look of it, but I do wonder if I... At this point, because the, the memes are so good yeah. and have kind of given it this sort of brilliant reputation that might even reach beyond the game itself, so I'm now worried that if I actually play the game, I'll find it kind of disappointing. Because kind of t- I kind yeah, of yeah. want... I've only seen it through the lens of memes. It's it's like the GTA stuff, right? Like when you see other people playing GTA, it it's looks... more fun than when you yeah. then sit down and play it yourself. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm sort of wondering whether I will just uh, just appreciate Goose Game from afar through right, yeah. this memes lens and never actually play it for it's myself. A, it's a good,
1: it's a cheaper way of doing it. Yes, <laughs> but I, I really enjoy it. Um, screwing with people. The I, I was listening to the Giant Bombcast, which is a video game. Podcast, yes, it's not about to- terrorism. No, uh, and they were saying how they were having issues with like getting the sun hat on the farm, uh, the gardener. And it's like, you just steal the hat from the gardener, the his hat that he's already wearing, and then he'll eventually have to put on his other hat, which is his sun hat. Right?
0: It's not that hard. You're calling that, you're, making, you're creating some podcast beef here, Josh. Oh, I know. I don't know how I feel about this. I've done it. I've People done it have now. just tuned in hoping for some theme park news, and instead they've got cross podcast beef. I oh, know. Between podcasts that are totally unrelated. This is it. This is how we get popular. <laughs> just starting beef with more successful podcasts than yeah. our own. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm on board this train. Uh, uh, but hey. Next week, the FT. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, anyway, what does Ben have to say about. Pokemon, Pokemon, and
1: Nintendo. Uh, my email. Think where is it? There it is. Pokemon. Um, talking about the Pokemon shops in the Pokemon Land or the shops in Pokemon. You seen? Sorry, there's
0: a Pokemon pop-up store coming to uh, Westfield. Is there a shopping centre? Not the Stratford version. The um, uh, what's it called? Where is that? White City?
1: Or is it somewhere? White City? It's sort of west okay. London. Anyway, yeah, 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 sure. Might have to go check that out. I've always... Like Westfield is obviously not actually a place, is it? No. Yeah. That's, that always does me in. Oh, I've accidentally closed my... Oh, there it is. Absolute shambles. Uh, in Japan, uh, at Epcot, the front uh, of the area is crammed with Nintendo goodies. Zelda, Mario, Pokemon, etc. In Epcot? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They sell Nintendo merch at Epcot? Yeah. Oh, wow. They sell... Epcot is quite hot on... Or sells stuff from, so like in, U, the UK sells City and Liverpool shirts, right? Do you think they'll continue? Germany sells Werther's originals.
0: Are they going to continue to sell Pokemon stuff? Well, that is the question. Ar- Will that go after this deal? Will that go? I mean, I guess you've got Universal and
1: Disney Parks both selling Marvel merch. Yeah. Well, I was thinking uh, when was last night when we was watching the Joker. Obviously, they had the trailer for Dark Fate, Terminator Dark Fate before. Oh, it. yeah. I was thinking. Well, that's a Fox property. It is. So, is that one of the reasons why Terminator is no longer at Universal? Is because of the Fox-Disney deal? Um, I don't think
0: so, because Terminator actually shut quite some time ago at this point. They've just taken well, a very long true, time yeah. to even say what they... They haven't even announced what they're doing there, you, right? You know what it is, right? It's meant to be Born, Yeah. Which I find to be a very strange replacement. Yeah. When I think of what's a more sort of timeless... Because Bourne isn't hot right now. No, and, and Bourne wasn't was and was fairly hot, but wasn't Terminator no, hot. No way. It's never been as big as Terminator. No. And Terminator, even if there wasn't a new film coming out, would still be relatively so, like, People look back two. fondly on Terminator one and two. Yeah. So yeah, I find that a weird change personally. Yeah, and, and where when oh, yeah. I mean if if you're gonna take Terminator out, I, I feel like replacing it with Bourne is, is an odd one. Having said that, If it's just a really good show in its own right, I guess it doesn't really matter, because as we often joke, you've got Universal Parks out in the Far East that have Waterworld shows. And it's like, okay, why? Which is really (laughs) funny, listening to the... uh, But they are good shows in their own right. You know, you take the Waterworld name off it, it's still a good stunt show.
1: Well, it's listening to Komodo Mayo show. We're we plugging another rival podcast here, well, Josh. it's
0: like a weird, like... First a giant
1: bomb cast, I now know. this. And they were saying And how the FT. Obviously, Waterworld, the film, mm. bad. But people love the show and the theme parks. They were saying, it's like is this like coming together of my worlds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, ben hasn't mentioned any of that. No, we've just taken, taken it off on a world tangent. Then he mentions the Pokemon Company, uh, which we were trying to... Kind of get our heads around. Uh, Nintendo owns 32% of the Pokemon company, but Nintendo is the full owner of the trademarks for Pokemon. Right. So the Pokemon company just licenses out the brands. I see. Okay. Um, I, I guess
0: there's not... I mean, from Nintendo slash Pokemon company's perspective, there's no real good reason to take their merch out of Epcot just because they've got presents at Universal parks. Because at the end of the day, no one is saying I'm not going to Universal because I can buy a Nintendo merch at Epcot. Yeah. So people who want to see the Nintendo land will still go to Universal. Yeah. And if they happen to also go to Epcot during their trip to Florida, there's a decent chance they might buy Nintendo merch while they're there. Yeah. So it's a win-win situation for them. I don't see unless there is a something very specific in the contract. I don't see why they would have
1: to take Nintendo merch out of Epcot. Absolutely. Hmm. But what that does mean is that Nintendo could definitely use uh, Pokemon in the theme parks. Yes. Because they own the property. Yeah. He then mentions Hyrule World. Uh, obviously, we mentioned the castle. Yeah. As, and would it be too awkward having two castles at Islands of Adventure? Uh, his thought. First thought was uh, the Temple of Time. I uh, okay, I don't know. I my... that's
0: ocarina of time. Okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, uh, or even the Great Deku Tree.
0: Yes, another um, ocarina staple. I think yeah, the the tree's been in other Zelda games. Was it in Breath of the Wild? There was a tree. Yeah, you I don't to think get... it was that. I don't there think was... it was the Deku Tree because that was in the forest. In the right? forest, was like Frame amazed. Rate Forest, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> um because you got a sword there right yeah yeah but you had to have a lot of hearts and or stamina to pull the sword out of the stone yeah that was a very satisfying moment like finding that for the first time and being like can't pull this sword out and going back you know dozens of hours later having beefed up link and (laughs) that's such a good game i will probably replay that game at some point in my life um Okay. <laughs> been quite non-committal. <laughs> At some point in hopefully the next maybe 60 be, years, knows? I'll yeah. play Breath of the Wild again. Uh, they should give you AR goggles when you enter Hyrule, so that you can see all the other guests' stamina bars. So if it's like yeah. five PM in the evening, someone's been here since nine, and their green <laughs> circle is red, and it's really, really low, and he's just panting for breath. It recognises that a guy's about to faint, and all his hearts disappear. Someone stacks it; heart goes down. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope if there's like a cafe or a restaurant in Hyrule. They play the cooking music from Breath of the Wild. Oh,
1: yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Um, and finally, uh, the games that we've mentioned recently: Uh, Idle Theme Park, which I was tricked into downloading by you, Josh. Hey, I'm I'm not it was a,
0: it was a passive recommendation. That's the line of argument I've decided to take. You may not have said in words, "Hey, download this game," however. I just felt like the manner in which it came up in conversation, the way you introduced it to me, uh, seemed to imply or suggest that I should check it out.
1: And I I did, and it was a waste of my time. I didn't say or imply anything of the sort. Well. If you got that from that, that's just in your own head. Is that all on me, is it? That's
0: all on you. Well, Um, I'm not sure about that, frankly. I think you got to take some of the responsibility. I think
1: if you took me to court, it wouldn't be held up. It wouldn't hold up in court. Um, he then goes on uh, so he says uh hundred pound ninety nine ninety nine So for those American listeners that's about ninety dollars mm. ninety nine dollars ninety nine <laughs> the current exchange rate. <laughs> yeah. Uh for fourteen thousand tokens. No Josh. Just no. Yeah. I agree. Which I agree. No Josh. Um If would, we did if I did podcast I spend titles money on this,
0: this trash. If I did podcast episode titles based on like quotes just no Josh would be this week's title.
1: Uh Pokemon Go. Alright, Josh, you've redeemed yourself. It is a terrible game. Oh, Ben,
0: no. Thanks, Ben. Right, we're marking this as spam. All Ben's future emails go straight to junk. I've always liked Ben. I evolved a grimer earlier in the week. You sad git. <laughs> you could be playing Link's Awakening. I know. Well, I couldn't though, because I was walking to the train station when I did it. I see people
1: watching t- films and TV shows on their way to the train station. On their way to the train station? Yeah. No wonder they people do that are banging in into each other when in they're In London.
0: Around. Madness.
1: What are you doing? Get out of the way. Well, yeah. Um, Apple Arcade, definitely worth the £5 per month. And he'd recommend uh, Mini Motorways and The Pinball Wizard. Uh, that's ben's recommendation isn't yes it, not i've us. heard very like good things about both there. of
0: those games uh i've got them both downloaded in fact i just haven't tried them yet funnily enough since signing up to You've apple arcade too busy playing
1: pokemon go tom well no
0: i mean since i signed up to apple arcade i've actually also so i've had this game on my uh sort of to buy list for ages on ios called pocket city okay yeah, for yeah, some yeah. stupid reason having just signed up for the apple arcade trial that was when i thought I guess maybe because I was in the mood to play mobile games, I then said, "Oh, I'm going to buy Pocket City." So it's 2.99. It's a great game, but I feel like I'm now eating into my free Apple Arcade time by buying this, buying and playing this game. Yeah, um, which is a dumb thing to have done in some ways, but it is a very good game, and I
1: recommend it if you have uh, an iPhone. Fair enough. Mm. He uh, goes on Rollercoaster Tycoon on mobile. Uh, you're right. This that this was an awful version, uh, but there is a different version called Road Coaster Tycoon Classic, which is a mixture of uh, Road Coaster Tycoon One and Two. Uh, and it's a six-pound game. You pay once and you get the whole game. Hmm. Um, he's played it on the iPad and he thought it was pretty good. Can't imagine it on the iPhone though. Um, I when we went to the Eurogamer Expo all those years ago. Oh, that was 2011. Yeah. No, it wasn't, no, it was
0: 2013 because 2013. we were playing PS4s and yes, Xbox Ones yes, just before the, they were coming out. Yeah, it was the yeah, the release year. Yeah. Um We may have I did
1: go in twenty eleven also, but we went in twenty thirteen. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I tried to play Transport Tycoon Deluxe, which is a similar game uh on a mobile, and it was awful. <laughs> Such a bad experience. Great. Yeah. Um he's played a lot of theme park and roller coaster Tycoon back in the day. Um, he's been dabbling with pocket recently and he streams Planet Coaster every week. Oh, we should check that out. Yeah. Um has he left a link to his He hasn't. Channel. Oh, all no. right. I like which I appreciate. He hasn't
0: Well, you know. feel free to send it in. Yeah. Send nothing wrong in, with baby. some self-promotion. That's what this whole thing
1: really is. Yeah. And well, I don't know, tell the world. I don't care. And he said he'll be interested to hear our thoughts on them. Keep up The Great Podcast, Mr. Ben.
0: Thanks very much indeed. Thanks very much indeed. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for the email. Um, Yes, you can email us as well, listeners. uh, Podcast at parkcrush.com. Yep. Let's jump into the news now, I suppose, Josh. Yeah. What do you want to start with? Um, I like this one. You like this one. Okay, then. So this comes (laughs) via the Inside Universal Forums, which is a sort of a fan site for Universal Studios parks. Some hot Not a Disney uh, theme. No, Josh. Uh, oh. I believe there is a forum board in there for Disney uh-huh. and other theme parks, but it is primarily, believe it or not, for Universal news and rumours. And the uh, the hot gossip coming out of the, the Inside Universal forums this week has been that the uh, heavily rumoured Dracula's Castle that will form part of a classic monster's land at Epic Universe, yeah. the forthcoming Universal park in Orlando, yeah. Will not be Dracula's Castle, but will instead be Castle Frankenstein. Uh, however, the uh, the rumor that it will contain a dark ride that encompasses all of these monsters, that is still true and the case. Uh, but the the aesthetic, the the um, the setup, whatever you want to call it, the show building. Yeah, it will be Frankenstein rather than Dracula. Yes. Uh, have you got any thoughts on this? Um... <sighs>
1: Yeah, well, so looking at the uh, pictures that we have, yeah, um, the castle is kind of bland, mm. I would say. Uh, Dracula's uh, castle is generally, I guess, more ornate, Yeah, uh, much like vampires are, uh, whereas Castle Frankenstein's more um, kind of... It's a bit more grounded, I guess. Yeah. It's a little more like... Classic Germanic yeah. structure, I guess. I yeah. don't know um which, but yeah. i think is kind of important for where castles are going these days which is their big projector screens mm. and i would imagine they're going to do a similar thing uh, here as disney have been doing at all of their castles around the world
0: right yeah quite possibly quite possibly um, i mean i'm not super familiar with like classic monster movies i've not i've seen I've actually seen more of like the more recent remakes than I have the the classics, which is a, a rather embarrassing sort of dark spot on my film watching resume. Right, yeah. So I'm not necessarily super familiar with the differences between Frankenstein Castle and Dracula's castle. Yeah. But I think it will all come down to ultimately how you know, what vibe they want to go for with the land overall and which castle they feel will match the tone yes. and the aesthetic of the overall land and also i don't know whether or not hogwarts has any play on this like dracula's castle does from the pictures that i've seen and the images does traditionally look a little bit more i don't know otherworldly isn't quite the right word but a little more fantastical yeah and maybe they feel like with hogwarts with all the harry potter stuff they've got spread across the three parks maybe they feel like dracula's castle would evoke that a little too strongly and that Frankenstein is maybe stands on its own a little more and is a little more distinct yeah. from I don't know I, I actually Harry think stuff.
1: the Frankenstein castle castle Frankenstein looks more similar to Hogwarts than the think, Dracula castle. Yeah, I think Hogwarts is quite a classical yeah castle structure from the outside from the inside obviously it's very ornate ornate otherworldly but on the outside I feel like it's relatively uh Classical, yeah, instructor. I guess so. I guess so. Uh,
0: I mean, for me, it's not really a big deal. I don't know. I mean, there might be some hardcore
1: Dracula fans out there who are really upset. Yeah, but the uh, but, Frank- uh, the boys that think Frankenstein is the man, right? Is uh, they're gonna be chuffed. I think. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Frankenstein, obviously, and his boy, <laughs> the monster. Yes. Yes, they're going to
0: be uh, rolling in cash. Now they've yeah, got this yeah. big contract from Universal. Fat cheddar. Uh, but I'm I'm really buzzing for the ride. Yeah. Uh, the, okay. the, the, the ride, the, the, you know, the, the concept that's doing the rounds, a dark ride that is, you know, I think it's going to be a monster of a ride. Nice. And hopefully going to become a classic pretty yeah. quickly. And I hope they don't um, hold back on, you know, scares. I, I hope this can almost be something like a an all year round Halloween Horror Nights Ooh. and I would be stunned if they're not taking heavy inspiration from what they do at Halloween Yes, for this land so um, yeah I'm I'm excited because I, I think you probably do get especially when it comes to tourism you get a lot of people who come to Florida at times of year where the Halloween stuff isn't running and, yeah. and by all accounts the Halloween stuff they do is really good yeah. and um, a lot of people a lot of guests whether they're coming for the first and only time or they come back every year but Generally in the summer, they uh, they will miss out on that. So the 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 idea of kind of having that kind of experience always be there, I think, is pretty cool. And obviously, it's a it's great to see Universal tapping into its history. Yeah, uh, at, at this new park, rather than just you know relying on more modern franchises. Yeah,
1: I mean, obviously, Classic Monsters is the cornerstone of. Universal. That and Fast and the Furious. Of course,
0: yes. I, I look forward to the crossover. <laughs> great interest. Uh, that's going to be great. Too fast, too Frankenstein. Oh yes, Josh. I could definitely go for that. Uh, so yeah,
1: that's the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Dracula.
0: Tokyo Dracula. That's pretty good as well. By all means, shout more out as they come to you. I think they're there. Yeah, they're. I mean,
1: after that, you just you're just riffing off Frankenstein, aren't you? Yeah, you probably are. But. Uh...
0: Let's move on. Let's stay, though, with Universal for this brief uh, and kind of funny little story here uh, about some very unexpected problems that have been plaguing Hagrid's magical creatures. Can we cut Nick Cage into this? Motorbike no, Adventure. <laughs> so, um, I've, I've been kept away from rides because of technical difficulties. Um, uh, Passenger incidents, yeah. uh, uh, weather. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it then? Uh, things that, you know, uh, there are plenty of reasons why a ride might have to close temporarily. Yes. And I've come across plenty of them in my time. Mm. Uh, but never never, never bees, Josh. Not the bees. <laughs> Not, the beads. Not the bees. Not the bees. Yes, a bee infestation has been plaguing the coaster and, uh, and actually forcing it to close. Apparently the, like, yeah... Uh, I mean, the idea of uh, going through a swarm of bees at 55 miles an hour is not pleasant. No. I-, I would think that that could be potentially very harmful, both for the passengers and the bees, frankly. Yes. So, I'm, you know, I don't want to downplay the risks associated with travelling at high speed through bees. And obviously, we've got a bee problem already, because the bees are dying. It's
1: true. Don't want to be uh, killing
0: more bees. No, indeed. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I... I've as just a fun, uh, a funny little story. It, it is Ireland's funny, yeah. Event.
1: Important though, because quite a lot of people are allergic, like to bees, um, and there is no warning anywhere that there are these bee problems. When because it, it's been running since it has reopened, supposedly the bee problem has been fixed, but people have been getting stung, mm. um, and if you're allergic, then it can be serious. So it's a, it can be a serious issue. But still, I just like the
0: idea of the app. Yeah, saying bees rather than <laughs> not the bees, storm or whatever. Not the bees. Uh, not the bees. Put a Nick Cage animatronic in there to replace Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> that could be fun. Not
1: the bees. Um, Make it, uh, the Wicker Man's at Alton Towers though, Tom. Ah so.
0: uh, yes, licensing deal may prevent <laughs> that from happening. darn it. Um, but yeah, uh, I am. Um, I continue to be very excited to finally ride Hagrid. Uh, when I get back there uh, hopefully all the sort of problems it's had uh, are, are fully ironed out by then yeah hopefully okay, hopefully there's
1: no bee problems yeah maybe uh, we'll have like I don't know mouse problems and then but then they'll fix the mice problem with cats solve the cats with dogs solve the dogs with pulses. I mean Disney's had a mouse problem for many many years they've spun it as a positive yeah I mean they've employed them all, haven't they? exactly got them on a visa <laughs> H1B. Uh, <laughs> um, finally, Josh. Finally, Tom. A new theme park. And that's not Universal's... Epic universe. Epic universe. Come on. Come on. I, no. You've
0: only got four more years to get used to it before it's here and you have to sort of, you know... Fantastic Worlds. It's not Fantastic Worlds, Josh.
1: But it's, it's not that. It's no,
0: it's Legoland. New uh Coming York. to New York, which I had no idea what's happening. No. But it's coming opens uh, next independence day yeah so pretty soon if not uh, so it's clearly uh, been known about for a while and i have been totally ignorant if it's not you know destroyed by aliens yeah so it's at the third lego land park for america after california and florida yeah and um yeah i i don't know Where, whereabouts is this going to be in new york 60 miles north of Manhattan. Right. So it's not going to be built among the skyscrapers. No. (laughs) The the classic Legoland Dragon coaster (laughs) just going around Rockefeller Center or something like that. That could be pretty amazing. They have to try
1: and place the tree.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, But I mean, there are no theme parks in New York that I know of. I mean, there's probably are some very, I
1: mean, there are theme parks all over America. There's six flags for certain in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um... There's quite a few. There's quite a lot of Six Flags in America. So, uh, I believe, yeah, there's one there, and there's one in. Uh, there's a couple in. There's one in New England, for so, certain, right, which isn't too far away. Um, but yeah, a different level, I guess, of theme park, though. Yeah, Legoland. I mean, Legoland are expanding big style
0: in America. Obviously. Big this style, is The yeah. third
1: park that's opened in the last few years. So uh, Merlin Park, obviously. Yes. Uh, who. Operate Alton Towers Thought Park, Chessington, Legoland, um, The Eye, The Dungeons, Sea Life Centers. Hmm.
0: And there's been a lot of investment in the Legoland parks um, in recent times,
1: even the one here in Windsor. Obviously, there's one in uh, Scandinavia as well, wasn't there? Where Lego comes from. Yes, Denmark. Denmark, yeah, Yeah. that's the one. Uh, Yeah, Uh, obviously, the Florida one was Cedar not cedar cypress gardens yeah uh, which then went into disrepair lego bought it We've done it back up yeah. I wonder how well it does it's not meant to be it's meant to be fine yeah uh, if you don't know lego land of the uk it's meant to be fine but it's meant to be nowhere near as good as the uk one
0: oh really yeah oh fair enough I mean I've not been to the uk one for a very long time it'd be um, weird if you had well yes i suppose so you have to have kids with you right yeah uh, i don't know if i've told this story on the podcast before but last time i went was with uh my my childminder at the time her husband was like a sound engineer so he worked on a lot of gigs and concerts and stuff like that and um there was one time where he was told to go to legoland because he they had they were just opening the jungle coaster yeah and he had to go and ride it um to test that in terms of generating noise it wasn't going to be a major issue for nearby residents which has long been uh, an issue for that park is its proximity to residential areas yeah. and so the noise that rides could potentially generate they do have to be more careful about that kind of thing it's an
1: issue for quite a few parks in the uk actually. yeah
0: so um he brought us along on a day trip to legoland as part of this and we got to ride this at the time very new jungle coaster um with the you know the mission objective to check whether or not it was too loud and uh that was probably the last time i went and that would have been probably about 13 14 years ago oh well so uh yeah uh but i remember it being pretty decent actually the the ride and the overall park i think that ride is now gone but um too loud as i say yeah i've not been there for a very long time and no. It seems like they've they've invested well in it over the last couple of years. We, we've we spoken about it on this podcast, new yes. rides that they've opened. They've done a lot of Lego movie stuff.
1: Legoland Windsor, famously where all British residents get their driver's license.
0: Well, yes, of course. Uh-huh. So uh, it, it it plays a big role in, in everyone's childhood here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting to see them branching out. I mean, Lego is obviously a huge brand, but as you say, I feel like the theme park's Uh, Yeah, I mean, in the States, I don't know how well they do because the competition is so so fierce. And uh, I guess the one thing you'd say about the New York park is that there's nothing in super close proximity to compete with it. Um, Whereas obviously in Florida and California, you've got Disney and Universal parks on the doorstep.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess also important the California one and the Florida one open year round. This one won't be. Ah, okay. This one will be seasonal.
0: Well, well, New York obviously the weather is not nearly as reliable. No, it can get very cold and yeah, and pretty miserable. So uh,
1: it, it closes on it will close on the thirtieth uh, every year. Thirtieth of November. Right. Sorry, yeah, obviously, and there, and during September, October, and November it will be closed on weekdays, certain weekdays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, some other days in November, um, and then I guess it'll open up um, end of February, March time. Doesn't right. actually say, but that's sort of when over here anyway. The season starts mm. in March, and annual passes
0: start at one hundred and twenty dollars, which you know that's a day ticket to Disney. Yeah. So that will probably, you know, have you know set your expectations accordingly in terms of what it's going to offer for that for that money. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I, I imagine if you're a local and you've got kids and you can afford it, obviously, I don't want to make it sound like one hundred twenty dollars is super affordable for everybody, but on paper. $120 for an unlimited year pass. Sounds decent to me. And yeah, I think yeah, if you're local, you've got kids and you can afford it. That sounds
1: like a pretty decent option. Um, maybe wait and see what it opens with. $210 gets you the gold Merlin pass that gets you into everything. Ah, yeah. fair enough. So all Legoland parks. All Legoland parks. Uh, if you come over here, you can go on the Eye. Oh,
0: it's a global pass. Isn't yeah, it?
1: I believe so. Oh, all right. right. Uh, sea Life centres. Orton um, towers. Then it's oh, just
0: a small matter of paying for flights and accommodation bargain easy <laughs> so cheap yeah uh, well you know if you, need to, if you need somewhere to stay Dartford's is going to become the Kiss Me of Kent in a few years oh, as as I've been told yep. <laughs> when the London Resort opens its doors oh, I know I, but... I, I implore I implore us to move on before we start talking about Dartford council meetings hey, that co-op that, used to be the headquarters
1: these... of co-op in Southeast London, let, right, south I'm east London I'm going to stop you there
0: Josh <laughs> the listeners don't need to know about co-op headquarters I'm sorry do you know what brand of
1: uh, cinema it's going to be no no I don't I imagine it would be an Odeon hmm. uh, well Josh that's it for this week yeah
0: you're now off to darkest Peru to uh, see. Uh, chill with Paddington Bear uh, is that correct I, well Paddington lives over here now right oh right well his family might still be there oh uh, true I guess his aunt came over to London at the end of Paddington uh, 2
1: spoilers god damn it sorry no I've seen that one yeah. right. good that's film. the one with in in the prison right yeah yeah that's really good it's such <laughs> it's a good <laughs> so film good. it is such a good film
0: uh, highly recommend Paddington and Paddington 2 if you've not seen I might them. take some marmalade oh, with me there. I mean, I think you probably should. Yeah. yeah. I mean, bring some back. I mean, I want to know, is marmalade actually a, a real delicacy in Peru? I want to know. Bring, you got to bring, bring some back. Some Peruvian marmalade. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's going to do it. As we said earlier, if you want to get in touch with the show, it'll be a couple of weeks before we read these out because of our recording schedule, but podcast at com is the email address. You can also follow us on Instagram at parkrushpodcast.com. And uh, you can subscribe if you haven't already on your favourite podcasting app. You can unsubscribe as well if you hate this show, which is totally fair. And you can find every episode we've done so far, as well as some handy playlists, at parkcrush.com. Yeah. Josh, Top. enjoy Peru. We'll Grassy be back S. next week with an episode from the past. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I mean, uh, see. <laughs> Until then, take it easy. Goodbye. Ciao.